Hey, I'm Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. Sonic! Or it's, uh, no, excuse me, it's Sega! <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing Sonic the Hedgehog today. Yes. That's quite literally my childhood video game. Yeah, it would be yours. We were talking about this earlier. When did Sonic the Hedgehog came out the video game? Uh, June, 20- June 23rd, 1991. Yeah, I was still like three months away from being born. I and was, I was a senior in high school. Yeah, that's, so, that's actually the age graduated. Uh, oh, that was the year you graduated was 1991? Yes. Holy crap. So I graduated in May. Uh, wow. <laughs> and little did you know I was only four months away from the world. <laughs> no, but we're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog today, the newest, latest attempt at a video game movie adaption. And it actually succeeded. Like It, it succeeded very they, well. They're starting to get the hang of this. Like I, I was telling so. you earlier, I thoroughly enjoy, enjoyed Detective Pikachu. I grew up oh, with Pokemon. Yeah, I love Pokemon. I still play Pokemon to this day. Like, Here's the thing. Anything with Ryan Reynolds voicing over is well, he just does a great. Like job. I told you earlier, that movie would not have succeeded without no. Ryan Reynolds. It just would not at all. Even though you had Bill Nighy and mm-hmm. what's his name, Ken Watanabe, right? It would, it wouldn't have succeeded without Ryan Reynolds. He, he quite literally all. made that movie. This movie Sonic would have done good, but it was made by Jim Carrey. If Jim Carrey wasn't in it, yeah. it wouldn't have been near as good, but it would still have been a decent movie. But Jim Carrey and this sold is the Dr. Robotnik. Vintage 90s Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, this is Ace this Ventura, is, Dumb yes. and Dumber. Yeah, All this that. is Jim he Carrey at his finest back. goofiness. I mean, I laughed more at this movie than I thought I would. That entire Birds of Prey. Like, oh, yeah. I told my wife so. that I was going to like this more than Birds of Prey, and I did, and I loved it, and I'm, I knew it. Like, Much I more. knew it like, a whole lot more than Birds of Prey. But they had a really good cast, though. Like, so obviously it had James Ca- Jim Ca- James James Jim Carrey mm-hmm. as Doctor Robotnik. It had James Marsden as Sonic's human friend Tom, who's a cop, the Donut Lord. The Donut Lord, <laughs> yes, that was funny. That was really good. He talks to the donuts and then he punishes. And then him. he was married to the pretzel lady, <laughs> yeah, because she does yoga. <laughs> and then it, the Sonic was voiced by Ben Schwartz. Yes. And Ben Schwartz is an amazing voice actor. Like, hey, he does a really listen, good job at it. Listen, the originals were done by Jaleel White, which yeah. I had no idea that until like I five either. years ago. Mm-mm. He does a fantastic job he does. taking the baton. He does. He does a I really mean, good job. And really is, with Sonic. He is Sonic, the fast talking, right. the way he emotes, the whole nine yards. Right. He was an amazing Sonic. And they did his facial capture. For this movie. Okay. And I think it would have shown more. Like, his facial expressions were really good. But I think his facial expressions were shown more with the previous design. Because it was a little more human. Let's go into that a little bit. Okay. So, obviously, when the first trailer dropped back in 20... Was it 2018? End of 2018? Yeah, end of 2018. They dropped the trailer and Sonic had a very different look than from what he has now. It was a very human kind of features. More animalistic human. And it got some fucking backlash. It was miserable. It was immediately. Bad. Oh, it was it was quick it was, backlash. It it was it was destroyed. torn down. So the director Jeff Fowler came out and said, "Okay, we hear you. We're gonna take the time to fix this. We're pushing the movie's release date to 2020. Just bear with it. Maybe it was the beginning of 2019. Well, it was the end of 2018 that this came the the trailer the trailer came out. came out, and it was the biggest <laughs> probably the biggest scandal. Oh, it was huge. Like people were." Of pissed. 2019. Yeah, people were lividly pissed off. Let's see, the marketing. Okay, here's a picture of the original face on... Yeah, that's a world of difference compared yeah, to what it man. looked like. 
I mean, the first scene where you saw Sonic and he was squinting his eyes mm-hmm. in, in the original trailer, it kind of looked like Sonic. And then, but when he had his regular normal eyes and the big yeah, old teeth, like, I was like, what is that thing? That's yeah. Sonic. Okay, so it came out. The teaser poster was released on December 10th, 2018. And the trailer wasn't long after that. And right. people were pissed. Like, right. they were livid. And understandably so. Sonic is a very distinct look. He's mm-hmm. always had that look. And especially after Detective Pikachu, how they made all the Pokemon look like the actual Pokemon and pulled right. out of the game world yeah. into the real world, they were understandably pissed. So they took the time, they went back, and they redesigned Sonic to his original look, and then they posted out the trailer. And once that trailer came out, everybody was a little more on board. Exactly. And I'm glad they did, because this no, movie was a whole lot more enjoyable with that character looking like yeah, it was, you wanted to see Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. you didn't want to see some uh, knock off weird amp. yeah this was yeah, a, that was a do- that was a Dollar Tree exactly. Sonic compared to this one that's exactly right but they did a, they did a really good job with his redesign and he was funny like it was it was it was Sonic like he had to go fast the, he liked his chili dogs the whole nine yards right the chemistry between the three of them Yes, him, Jim Carrey, and, and James Marsden. Marsden. Yeah, well, it was excellent. You could tell they had the antithetical role between him and Jim Carrey. Like mm-hmm. they, they really didn't like each other, and it right. really showed. And it was God, Jim Carrey was so funny in that oh. movie. He <laughs> legit cracked me up so at every turn. My buddy and I, we went and saw it this morning, and we were just laughing our asses. We're two grown men in the theater just laughing at this child movie. You know, I was sitting there. You know, we saw the trailers with Jim Carrey. I was like, oh, this is gonna be good, great. Yeah. But then when he got out of the uh, truck. And he's talking to the military dude. And he does... I'm sorry, what was your name? General? (laughs) And he goes off and did a little thing and he does this with the Jim Carrey, you know, sidebar type thing. It's like, okay. Nobody cares. He's in it. (laughs) He did good. It was so funny. I mean, one of my favorite scenes was when him and his lackey, Stone, were walking out of a bar that Sonic had just tore up with Tom. Yeah. And... It, Stone goes to give him a high five, and instead of giving a high five, Robotnik just throat jabs him. <laughs> he goes, oh, left yourself wide open for that, and kept walking. I was like, oh my god, I'm going to start doing that, because that's that, perfect. <laughs> that one in the Starbucks interaction. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I just figured you'd like a latte with this, this pasteurized goat milk, sir. Of course I do. I love your lattes. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome stuff. He's so funny when he gets loud. Like yes. This, I haven't seen Jim Carrey like this. No. For quite a while. The probably last movie I remember seeing him like this and even a little bit was Fun with Dick and Jane. Yeah. It's was, been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. And it's been a long time. If you haven't seen Fun with Dick and Jane, that's a pretty good yeah, movie. It's, it's enjoyable. The first time I watched oh, yeah. it, I didn't like it because I grew up with you know, Lloyd and Ace Ventura yeah. and Liar Liar. I grew up with those movies, seeing Jim Carrey that way, and then he started to mellow it down a little bit. But now right. he seems to be coming back full force. Yeah. And was, I'm enjoying it. This I've, is a return to form. God, he's so... And The Mask. I also yeah, grew up with The Mask. that's great too. But the, the cast is really good. Like we said, it's got Ben Schwartz, Jim Carrey, Jim Marsden, Tika Sumter, which played Tom, uh, James Marsden's wife. Um, let's see, Adam Pally, Neil McDonough, Tom Butler, Frank C. Turner, and Natasha Rothwell. And then they had uh, Colleen Villard voice a character from the video games, which is a spoiler uh-huh. at the end credits, yeah. Tales appear. Tales appear. And it yeah. looked just like Tales from the game. So yes. clearly they took all the redesign and did, just made it cross-platform. The only right. one that they didn't seem to have redesigned that just still looked like what Sonic looked like originally was the owl. The owl kind of fell out of place a little bit because it just looked like an owl. Yeah. While everybody was more exaggerated features like Sonic had his big old eyes, the echidnas, 
the characters that are related looked, to Knuckles, yeah. they look had the big old eyes, tails mm-hmm. had the big old eyes, but the owl just had normal, regular sized eyes. Right. And it just kind of looked, it looked a little off, but I didn't question it too much because she was only in the movie for all of a few and minutes. And she wasn't a regular. Uh, no, she was a brand character. new character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At least to the best of my knowledge, she's a brand right. new character. Sonic has a colorful history. He has all his games, cartoons, numerous cartoons, yeah. comic books, Archie comic books. He's been in a lot of yeah. things. So he has quite the history. And if you don't know much about Sonic and his history, you're not going to miss anything from this movie. This movie hints at that stuff and shows it, but it's not going to take away from the enjoyment well, there's, of the movie. There's tons of Easter eggs if you're a Sonic fan. Yeah. Plus, a uh, little note, that franchise has made $9 billion since its inception. Sonic has? Yes. Really? $9 billion. Damn. See, it's I, amazing. I knew this was going to be a good movie when it opened the opening credits Sega had its own production logo come up right. and it was showing all the old video games that they made and stuff right, and then it, right. it showed the Sega theme and the, the music it wasn't sung out but the music made it sound like it was saying Sega mm-hmm. I was like it gave me chills and I was like ooh that's my childhood right there yeah. I grew up with a Sega I didn't grow up with a Super Nintendo I grew up with a Sega right. so that was yeah. everything to me and I was like oh, I want to go home and play Sonic the Hedgehog now <laughs> yeah that's a good deal uh, speaking of Easter eggs you know you get it some of the Easter eggs from the name of the town that they're in. Mm. Green Hills, Green Montana. Hills. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of the levels on, on Well, his, his original homeworld. So Sonic is a space alien, I guess, is how they classify yeah. him. And he lived on this world that looked a lot like Green Hill Zone from the original game, from the exactly. first level of the original game. And he ends up having to leave his world because he's being hunted for his powers. I mm-hmm. guess his super speed is unique to him. Right. Which is weird because I'll get into that in a minute. But it's unique to him, and the echidnas and other people are trying to get him, so Longclaw makes him leave. And the rings that you collect in the game are actually used as portals in this movie, which is cool because in the original games and stuff, the rings kind of took him to other worlds, the big rings that you could find throughout the map. So it wasn't uncalled for for having those rings as portals, but how he used them was really cool. So Longclaw took him and hit him on Earth. And she's, I guess she sacrificed himself. It's never really shown. I'm assuming she assuming sacrificed Assuming she did, because she, she got shot. Yeah, and she, she got shot right in the side yeah, with an arrow. But They were coming after her. I so. wouldn't be surprised if she shows up in the sequel. Might be. But it, I, and there's going to be a sequel. But we'll talk about that in a minute. But he gets hidden away on Earth as a kid. And he spends the next ten years growing up on Earth mm-hmm. technically alone. But he fills this time by spying on the people of Green Hills, Montana, right. where Tom is and his wife is, and he gets to know all these people by just watching them. You know, gets to know them all, and there's this one guy, Crazy Carl, yes. who's aware of Sonic and calls him the Blue Devil, and they had this stupid cameo of Sanic. Sanic. Ah, oh, that pissed me off. I was like, really? We gotta do this? But he's, he's aware of Sonic, and he's trying to hunt him down, and one of the funnier scenes was when uh, Crazy Carl was trying to capture him, and Sonic was... Getting all the bear traps going, let him into his own, like, right. Crazy Carl's own trap where he pulled him up and he goes, I know you're out there. And Sonic I yells, know you're real. Nobody's here. Yeah. So, like, that was like, oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not yet. No, I'm not. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's funny stuff, man. They yeah. did a really cool job with his powers, though. Oh, yeah. They, they, so, everybody, everybody I read awesome. or heard about was complaining. They was, oh, it's too much like Quicksilver. It's too much like The Flash. I'm like, yeah, no shit. That's what it's Sonic what's is. Sp- I mean, you have to understand when you deal with super speed, it can only be done so many. Exactly, ways. yeah, it's only going to be done so many ways. Yeah. So I mean, you're going to look exact, kind of like these other characters, and yeah, the bar scene, yeah, where he goes into that and time just stops, yeah, it yeah. just stops, and he eats 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 the Cody dogs, the, yeah, the chili cheese chili dogs, cheese and dogs. ties everybody up, yeah, and kind yeah of exactly. The toilet paper, it's pretty cool. Um, 
But yeah, I, I, I'm going to say something about the mushroom world. Yeah. That I was looking at and I'm like going, because they kept kind of poking fun at Mario. Yeah. All, yeah, it's all, all this mushroom. Movie. Yeah. Okay. So I think probably, that has a hint. You know, I, you oh, this boring it. mushroom world. Yeah. God, I don't mushrooms. like mushrooms. I don't want to go there. there yeah. <laughs> so he's pretty much told if he ever gets caught, he needs to leave and go to the other right. world. So he always talks about going to the mushroom world. So he ends up, his powers are kind of uncontrollable. His super speed's not, but he has this other power when he gets frustrated or his motions get out of control. He starts to produce blue lightning. Yes. And he harnesses it by, the big time it shows it, he had an EMP blast. Right. And it took out a huge part of the country. Mm -hmm. So the government starts coming down on him trying to figure out where this came from, if it was a terrorist attack, if it was all that. And that's when they call in Robotnik. And right from the get-go, when they're talking about bringing in Robotnik, everybody's (laughs) like, please don't bring in this crazy guy. Nobody wants him around. Don't bring in this crazy bastard. Who's the guy from uh, uh, Battlestar Galactica? It was the Cylon. It was the one general. He says, "Oh, the goofy dumpster general? fire of a mind he has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a tired dumpster fire." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, that was it, was, it was a genuinely funny movie. Like, there was quite a few laughters, and it wasn't just by Jim Carrey. No, it yeah. was all the way around. Like they, there was some product placement in there. They talked about oh, Zillow Lord. sometimes and Olive Garden, Olive Garden especially. But it was funny. Oh. Like it was, it was tongue in cheek product placement. Yes. Like, they knew what they were doing. doing exactly. It kind yeah. of made me hungry for all the cards. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because here we're family. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about it is James Marsden has been uh, in comedic roles before. Yeah, yeah. Twenty uh, seven dresses. Yeah, he was in a, a Death at a Funeral. Yeah, have you seen it? I have not seen. Oh it, man, you've got to watch that. James Marsden. That's a good movie. He's mostly well known for playing Cyclops. Yes, X Men. Yeah, exactly. I like him. I felt like he was never... I, yeah. I feel like he was always been underutilized. I think he did a really good job. Yeah. I oh, do too. Real quick side note. Did you know that in the concept art for this movie, it wasn't James Marsden in the concept art. It was Chris Evans. Really? Yeah. I saw some concept oh, art man. and it was Chris Evans. You could Like, I love James Marsden, but could you imagine Chris, Chris Evans in this movie? That would be funny. Seeing him and too. Jim Carrey go back and forth. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was also an Anchorman too. Legends. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, he played Burt Reynolds in the extended cut of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I haven't seen the extended cut yet. There's an extended cut? I gotta go look for that. We'll talk about that later. I gotta go find that. Dang, that's gonna be wild. I can't wait to watch that. But it was... It was good. I mean, so once they started hunting him down, Sonic goes, and that's when he gets involved with Tom, and actually meets him. Like, he's always... Watched he's when Tom and his wife were having movie night. Sonic would pop up through the window and just watch, without them knowing. And like his favorite movie was Speed. Right. And what was the quote? What was the quote? Oh, I can't remember. It was pop quiz hot shot. Yeah. And so he used that later in the movie because he loved the line so much. And like one of the coolest things was he had a stack of Flash comic books, and that's all he read was just the Flash comic books. He loved (laughs) the the Flash. So that's when he gets involved with Tom. When the government starts hunting down Robotnik, tries to find him, and he's trying to, he's going to leave to go to the mushroom world. Mm-hmm. But Tom comes in and shoots him with the train gun because he thought it was a raccoon into the trash cans. Right. And then once he's, that's when the meow scene came yeah. in from the trailers, <laughs> popped in with that dart, and Sonic passed out. Well, he read Tom's shirt, which said San Francisco, because Tom was getting ready to move to San Francisco to become a, a cop there because what he wanted to have somebody turn to him and say 
save my life and see what he would do. Like, that was one of his buckets. He wanted to save somebody's life and see what he would do in that situation. And when he saw San Francisco, the ring fell out of his hand and opened a portal to San Francisco, and the his bag of rings fell through there. So then it became a a buddy road movie. You know? Yeah, exactly. A road trip movie. And that was funny. Like, I will say the first half, the first third of the movie was great. The, the second third, it felt a little off-kilter, a little weird compared to what you got in the first third. Right. And then the last third, where it was, it was the final yeah. battle and all that stuff, was yeah, really was good. Really like, it really stepped up. And one of the things, you know, they did, they carried a lot of things over from the game, obviously. But one of the things they did carry over, which was really cool, was him kind of getting hurt without his rings. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It, and well, it really having more of an effect on him when he didn't have his rings. One of my favorite parts from the, like, they pulled from the video game was when, at, towards the end when Dr. Robotnik showed up with his all his drones and everything, he shot him and they fell down that building and Sonic yeah. saved Tom and his wife. I keep forgetting the wife's name. It was Maddie. I, I just keep wanting to call her Pretzel Lady. Yeah, but when yeah. Maddie and Tom fell off that building because Sonic pushed them to save their life, he threw a portal to get them out of there, but throw them back to Green Hill. Yeah. And he hit the ground after falling through a tree and his rings fell all around him and all the machine parts and all of a sudden he gets up and picks up all his well, rings, rings real quick. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. That's yeah. cute. That's that's real cute. I like and that. And of course, you know, he's... Okay, Eggman. Yeah. <laughs> the, the banter was really yeah, good. Like it was. It was really good. It was. Like, so, you know, they go they go get... Finally, they go through their whole spiel. Like, I like when they stopped at uh, the sister's house, Maddie's sister's house. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> they tied her up and everything. That was so funny. <laughs> Jojo! Let your mom... Jo- catch me, Jojo! Yeah. <laughs> It was funny, like oh, it was, like funny. I keep saying, it was genuinely funny movie. Like I cannot recommend it enough just for the comedy alone. No, like we took we took my buddy's daughter to go see it, and she enjoyed it. But I think him and I liked it more because we enjoyed the humor, the like they snuck in some yeah. adult humor there, and it was it was good for the kids. But I enjoyed it much more because I grew up with those right. things, and I feel that any guy or guy or girl that grew up with Sonic the Hedgehog is going to genuinely love this movie. I agree. It was thoroughly enjoyable. But the final battle in that between him and Robotnik oh, man. was amazing. And the fact that Robotnik could keep up with Sonic because he had one of his quills right. was really cool. Like That can explain how uh, Robotnik was always keeping up keeping with up Sonic, Sonic and Sonic able to take him on. Yeah. And the, the whole fight scene where they went around the whole world was really well done. Like It was yes. really cool. The visuals were top-notch. Everything about and, it was really cool. And, you know, cool. really kind of uh, those things draw back to the games as well. You know, Jumping through to you know Egypt and different things yeah. like that, different places. Uh, you know, the scene where he's just super bouncing off of you know the truck and everything like that, yeah. and all of the stuff. It's like wow. Well, they really did a good job showcasing Sonic's powers and how he yeah. was discovering them as he went. Like when he rolled up into a ball with his blue lightning, he harnessed mm-hmm. it again because he was upset at Tom moving to San Francisco when he found out. Right. And he rolled into a ball and blew up that truck. Mm-hmm. It was really cool to see him discovering his own powers as he went. Yeah. The one thing I didn't care for was the goddamn Fortnite dance he did with the backpack oh, floss or the whatever. Floss oh my god, floss. that drove me nuts. But he's got a really iconic dance that he yeah. does, and he did it when he got his new but shoes. Guess what? Yeah, for kids. Yeah, I know. You know, I know. That was, what that was for? Yeah. But I don't like seeing my childhood I character know. be used for today's children. <laughs> I don't care about them. I want it for me. No, it was. It's nice that it's built for today's kid. Like, these kind of characters can live forever because they can adapt to everything yes. the new kids are doing yes, nowadays. Which is great. 
And it, it's cool also that they throw in stuff for older people now, yeah. like me, that enjoy oh, yeah, this you gotta, as I was you know, kid. Hey, you're you're paying the money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm paying the goddamn ticket price. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so the final battle was really cool. But what was really cool, and I thought about this while watching it, is when Sonic was harnessing his power at the end, like he got full control of it, and he was telling Robotnik, this is my power, you're not using it anymore, and he was taking back his energy from the quill, right. or what seemed like he was taking back the energy from the quill. And he was all blue. I mean, he was light. He was lighting up like Christmas. I mean, mm-hmm. his eyes were super blue, and his eyes were normally green. And he was staring at Robotnik, and Robotnik was staring back. And Robotnik put on his glasses. Goggles. You could see the silhouette of Sonic through those goggles, and Sonic looked like a monster. Like he looked kind of creepy through yeah. those goggles with that reflection. Right. I was like, man, yeah, that's how Robotnik sees him. And usually he looks cute, mm-hmm. even when he was all powered up. He still looked cute. He looked like Sonic. Right. And he looked normal. But when Robotnik was staring at him, he looked scary. And right. I think that's how Robotnik sees him. They did yeah. a really good job of Very showing good. how Robotnik saw him. And, man, Sonic whooped his ass. Like, he went oh, hard man. on him. And they he kept hitting the top of his ship like you yeah. had to in the games, which was really cool. But they did it enough to where it didn't feel like it was just a video game adaption. It felt like it could really, really be the case. Because he yeah. had to smack the shit out of that ship mm-hmm. to blow it up. And then he pushed him into the mushroom world. Yeah. <laughs> he said, oh, I'll get back. Because he still had one of the quotes. Yeah. What did he say? He said, limited chance of survival. No food, no supplies. Nobody here to help me but my own wits. I'll be back by Christmas. Yeah. And that's when he yeah. really looked like Robotnik with a big old big mustache, mustache the bald head. And, everything. and then yeah. I liked how he made a rock into stone, his his cohort. Yeah. And kept talking to him like he was there. And yeah. then told him to go do some rock connaissance and laughing. <laughs> oh, that's funny right there. Rock connaissance. Like, it was genuinely funny. And then then the, telling, the end credits scene after the beginning credits, the beginning end credits where they were all animated and stuff. Right. They showed Tails showing up looking for Sonic. But what got me was Tails had super speed and he could fly. Yeah. I thought that Sonic was this special creature that everybody was hunting down because of his super, super speed. speed. But yet yeah, here's yeah. Tail is. And he's zipping. Zipping while yeah. flying. It's like, it's not yeah. going to take him long to find Sonic. No. It's not going to take him long at all. He's acting yeah. like it's a huge urgency, which I think is going to lead directly into the sequel. Yeah. And my buddy told me, he goes, man, I wish they would have done the Chaos Emeralds where he goes Super Saiyan. Because Sonic, when he gets all the Chaos Emeralds in the game, he turns completely gold. Right. And we play, we call him Super Sonic. Yeah, exactly. And my buddy goes, damn, I wish they would really show them. I'm like, I guarantee you they're saving that for the sequel. For the sequel, like, yeah. Like, gotta be, it's gonna be a thing at some point. Uh-huh. And it'll look cool, especially after they did all that blue lightning stuff. Right. It'd be really cool to see Yeah, that. they're gonna, I mean, especially with the box office the way it is. Oh, know. yeah, it's... Killing, it's killing the box. It. It's been number one two weekends in a row, and the first mm-hmm. weekend it opened was a four day weekend. Correct. And it's already made two hundred and three million dollars off a ninety five million dollar budget. So it's gonna it's make its money. Yeah. It's successful at that point, and it's well received. Like I think it was at one point the it's at sixty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is good for a video game movie. Yeah. Usually they're in the low. They're usually below fifty. Right. I think Detective Pikachu was a bit above it. And Rotten Tomatoes, I think it was like a 69, if I'm not mistaken. I know it was above it on reception. Yeah, it was a 69. So it's above it on reception, but money-wise, Sonic is making more money right now. Because Detective Pikachu made $433 million off a $150 million budget. It's going to beat that. Yeah, Yeah, at least it should beat that. Now, here's the deal. Everybody goes, oh, it's already making more money than Detective Pikachu. Yeah, because Detective Pikachu had to put a band-aid over the video game adaption industry. Like yes. It was the first actual really good video game adaption movie worldwide received. I agree. I thought Warcraft was really good. 
I think that there are some really good video game adaptions. I thought that was a really good movie. And they've had to repair their industry as they went, but Detective Pikachu really bridged that gap. They bridged it enough for Sonic to be able to run the way it's running. Right. If Sonic would have came before, then Detective Pikachu would have done better. Mm-hmm. One of them had to do it. Right. Detective Pikachu was first. It did it, it. It did it well enough to be able to set up for more of these. And every video game reaction at this, I think they finally pinpointed how to do it right. I think you're correct. To where they're going to be able to keep these moving. The only one I don't think is going to be any good is going to be Monster Hunter. Do you know about this movie? No. Do you know the Monster no. Hunter games? No. It's a it's a Japanese game where you pretty much just go and kill giant monsters. It's a grindy game where you keep killing the same monsters to okay. get yourself better armor and stuff. Right. It's being made by the guy that did the Resident Evil movies. Okay. And those weren't bad movies, but no. they were not anywhere near their game. And it's got Mila Djokovic in it. It's... What is his name? It was... Um, Paul W.S. Anderson, I think is his name. Does that sound right? I think that's right. Pretty sure it is. He He's doing that movie, and if it's anything like his Resident Evil movies, it probably will not be well received. It'll do well in the box office, I imagine, but it probably won't be well received. And it may more it may do more damage than it does good, good. to this industry for, yeah. these, for these movies. And they're really making strides. Yeah, I was right. Paul W.S. Anderson. They're really trying to make strides to rebuild that after I, I believe so, done. Yeah. Okay. With that being said, what video game would you like to see made into a movie? See, that's hard because I'm such a huge gamer. There's so many good yeah. ones, but there's also ones I don't want them to touch. Now, if they do shows like they did The Witcher, I'm yeah. behind that because right. video games are such long yeah. story format telling. It's hard to compound it into you know, an hour and a half to right. a movie. Right. So like my favorite games of all time are the Mass Effect trilogy. Okay. That yeah. could not be done in a movie format. You need no, to do that in the same it. vein as Game of Thrones and stuff like that where you can do long format right. storytelling. Games like Sonic where they were short, quick adventures, they were meant to be done quick, can be easily more easily turned into a movie because okay. you have more of creative freedom. So you I mean, so on that on that line, like you'd have like a Metroid or something like that. I would like to see Mega Man. Mega oh yeah. Yeah, personally Mega Man. I'd like now, to see that too. That being said, they did this with Super Mario back in the day. You mm-hmm. remember that movie? Yeah. That movie was that was, that was trash fire. It was like terrible. that was horrible. It was terrible because they they had no idea how to do you know, we didn't have the technology. No, Let's that movie that was way. was way it before was it should have been made. Yeah. Truly. And it was dumpster fire. I can't even watch it. Like I I, I refuse, it quite frankly. Paul Leguizamo? Yeah, it was Paul yeah, Luzamo, okay. and it was, um, uh, what's his name? He was, let me look, I can tell you. They're actually remaking it. Did you know that? I did not. Well, they're thinking about, I think they were doing a animated movie. It's Nintendo's thinking about getting back into the movie industry, because that put yeah. a sour note in their mouth after that movie. Mm-hmm. It, it really, they were like, no, we're not going to do this. This was a bad idea. It was just a hot mess. They were pissed. They were upset. Yeah, was, and they yeah. said, you could have ruined one of our greater characters. So they said, it was John Leguizamo. That's right. Let's see here. What was his name? Yeah, he played Luigi. I remember that. Who was the guy that played Mario? When did that movie came out? Come out? Do you remember? Nineteen ninety three. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it was Bob Hoskins. That was. Ah, yeah, he played Mario. Bob, and Dennis right. Hopper was in it That's as right. President Koopa, Koopa or yeah, King Koopa. Koopa. I mean, they just terrible. They totally took everything <laughs> and just jacked it up. And yes. Frank Welker played Yoshi, which wasn't even Yoshi. It was like a raptor. Yeah. Like it was horrible, it was horrible. horrible. So we've come a long way mm-hmm. from Mario Brothers. To Sonic. Yeah, very And long way. Sonic is obviously 
Way better movie. Way, <laughs> way better. And I, I want to I wanna watch it again. Like, I'm going to buy it when it comes out. I want to show right. my wife this movie. Because she goes, do you think I'd like it? I was like, I think you would seriously enjoy it. Because I thought yeah, it was funny. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. It was a great movie all the way around. It was a good time for kids, adults, the right. whole nine yards. And I think it was more fun for adults because of Jim Carrey. And oh, getting yeah. to see him in that old Certainly. 90s nostalgia. Certainly. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a fun movie. It was fast-paced. It was yeah. short. It was like an hour and a half, I want to yeah. say. Yeah, but like you said, it was. it needed to be that. Yeah. Yeah, the shorter runtime was good because with kids' movies, it always has to be a shorter runtime so this guy keep their interest. You can't have a kids' movie <laughs> three be hours. Avengers Endgame yeah, style can't. because they'd be losing their minds. Oh my gosh. Hell, taking my brothers to go see who are younger. I mean, my one of my brothers is eighteen years younger than me, and the other one's fourteen years younger than me. The eighteen year, one that's eighteen years younger than me, he can barely stay awake through a movie. Right. Like I took him. To, I remember going to take him to see Age of Ultron, and he fell asleep during the Hulkbuster fight. So he made me take him go back to see it again oh my just so gosh. he could watch the Hulkbuster fight. Well, to he, his credit, he stayed awake through the whole movie yeah. that time. That was about the sixth or seventh time I'd seen it. I fell asleep during the Hulkbuster uh. fight. <laughs> and he woke me up and goes, Ninit, you missed it. I'm like, it's okay. I've, I've seen, seen it. That's it's good. good. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Thanks for bringing me back. Okay. You're welcome. I'm going back yeah. to sleep. <laughs> this That's is like one of the few times in my life I've actually fallen asleep at the movie. Now, to be fair, okay. I just got in a 12-hour night shift. So yeah. I was I was done at that point. I fell asleep in uh, the marathon of Avengers. The, the first Avengers? Yeah. So... I don't know if you know this, but I know you've seen my medal. I did the first Avengers Marathon. Right. I stayed awake through the whole thing. I got there at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Watched Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, right. Iron Man 2, Thor, Cap, and then ended with Avengers. I also did it for Avengers Age of Ultron, which had all Phase 1 yeah. and Phase 2 leading up That's to that point. Crazy. That was hard to stay awake through. I think I slept through Thor the Dark World. And bits and pieces of Guardians of the Galaxy, which Guardians of the Galaxy was one of my favorites up to that point. But I literally saw that movie about ten times in the theaters. Me and my friend, she was like, we went and saw it. And she, we walked out of the theater, and she goes, "Do you want to watch it? Do you want to go see another movie? Sure. What do you want to go see?" She goes, "I really want to see Guardians again." Cool. Turn right back around and went and watched it again for the second time. Man. So that we watched that movie so many times. But it's hard to stay awake through those marathons. Like you yeah, gotta be a machine. Yeah, you gotta be a real machine. I wanted to do it. For an Infinity War and Endgame, but they didn't have any of those marathons no. around. There's one. Uh, it was in New York. Yeah, that's exactly. There were <clears> 31 <throat> movies. Or, or there's 23. It 30, was all it was, 31 hours or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was yeah ungodly amount of time. Yeah. And I would have done it if they would have had it more. Like I at first I was like I won't do this again, but then when I was like yeah I I'd do it again, but they didn't announce it for anywhere near me, so I was no. like ah, yeah. I took it out of my hands. Can't do it. Sorry. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dodge the bullet here. <laughs> so my buddy did call out a good point during Sonic. He goes, you know, one day they're going to get it right. I'm like, what? What do you mean? He, I was like, they got the video game adaption right. This is That was it. They just got it right. They nailed mm-hmm. it. That and Detective Pikachu, they got the formula down. He goes, no, it's the the fast moving, the the the, uh, the way these guys move so fast. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, well, you know how he was running 300 miles per hour and then other times... He could completely stop time, like when the bar fight, and nobody was moving at all. And then in the last one of the last scenes, he stopped time to start blowing up all those missiles and those drones and moving the bullets. Yet Doctor Robotnik's finger was still moving slowly. You're telling me his finger moves faster than the bullets? Exactly. I'm like, yeah. uh, you got a good point, but I understand why they why needed they to make it. his move, yeah. his finger move, because they needed to get him moving. Because 
once he hit that button that his ship drew from the quill's power and is able to keep up with him. Right. So I was like, I understand it, but you got a good point. Like you, you genuinely yeah. have. I never thought of it that way. Like that was a good point. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe someday they will get it right. I can't think of a movie, even Quicksilver in the X Men movies. You know, he could move at such super fast speeds, but there was times where it's like. Oh yeah, they can see him moving or stuff like that. Right, you know, it was like oh, Apocalypse could stop him stop by him. moving the sand right before he stepped there. I was like, yeah, Apocalypse doesn't have super speed like that. He really yeah, can't exactly. do that. But okay, yeah, whatever. It's believable. It's whatever that the... Superman can do it with uh, the Flash. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They can, but he like his point was in Smallville. He goes, it always blew my mind that Superman could run past those bullets, yet could barely save a person from getting run over by a sixty mile per hour truck. I was like, fair point. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But that was also a TV show, so yeah. that's fair. But yeah, no, they did yeah. really good with his super speed. His powers when he activated were really cool. Like, those yeah, were, were visually stunning. Like, the so blue awesome. lightning and everything. I was like, man, they're, they're going to have to step up their game for Flash mm-hmm. when it comes to the lightning effects, because that, that did it better right. than Justice League Flash. No, I agree. Though Quicksilver still has the best slow motion stop time mm-hmm. scene ever with time in a bottle and yes. his future past. Like, like that's it. a, that set the bar. It did, really. Well, in another one of the reviews I read for Sonic, somebody said, oh, you've seen it all before. Yeah, but like you said, it's hard to come up with new things for super speed. There's only so much you can do with super speed. Because, I mean, it's technically, it's going to do exactly what they show in the movies. Yeah. If you're moving that fast, everything else is going to look like it's... Standing and still. I do like how when he's his time slowed down for him, he he's moving at a normal pace, right? Kind of. And then there were other times where he was moving super fast while time was staying still. It's like mm-hmm. they were just throwing him wherever. They didn't care. Yeah. It was just all over the place. One of the sadder parts in the movie though that really broke my heart was when he was on the baseball field and he was playing yes. with himself and he was showing himself. He was moves. He moves so fast. It seems like he's everywhere at once. Right. But it was really sad because he really just wanted friends. Like it was, right. it was a very heartfelt movie. Like you could tell there was some love and passion put into this yeah, movie definitely. for this character. I can't wait for the sequel. Like I'm genuinely excited. Oh yeah, for the it's sequel. it's very much so earned a earned a sequel. I'm just happy and Gangster Paradise wasn't played during this movie. Gangster was Paradise. Long, yeah, it was long called for. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so during an interview with Jim Carrey, he brought up the expansion of the character Dot Robotnik could lead up to a potential sequel. He's quoted as saying, I wouldn't mind going to do another one because it was so much fun, first of all, and a real challenge to try and convince people that I have a triple-digit IQ. There's so much room, you know, Robotnik has never reached his hypotheses. I guess that's got to be hard to pretend you have a triple-digit IQ, which was it was funny. One of my favorite lines in the whole movie was, you know what's so why it's so hard being the smartest man in the world? And his buddy goes, or his stone goes, because everybody else, is, because everybody else is so stupid. Yes, yes. I, was yeah. like, I feel you there. I get it. Like I understand. Oh, jeez, it, no. it drives me nuts. Hey, we end this episode on that note. <laughs> okay, give it a score out of a ten. Go for it. Oh, we didn't do that yet. I'm gonna give Sonic. I mean, seriously, I'll give Sonic because it was fun to be, fun to watch. I'll give it an eight. I give it an eight five. Yeah, it's up there for me. That was it. Was a really good, enjoyable movie. Like, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I want to watch it again. Especially when it comes out. Like, I will be... I could see myself just throwing that movie to wa- on anytime just to watch. Like, I agree. Like, when I sit here, edit these, or, you know, I have yeah, other work to do, I could just put that movie on and just entertaining. enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It's, it's quite literally up there with Jim Carrey performances, like Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura. Yeah. Especially his dancing scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. He was... It was... 
It was an amazing movie. I highly recommend it. Definitely go see it in theaters because his his powers are really cool to see on the big screen. Yeah. And the visuals, top notch. Like, they really put in the effort. And like I had, we talked about a long time ago, they really need, people need to show for this movie. After everything they did, right. they need to show for this they movie. Do. And so far, they're showing. Kudos to you, everybody yes. that's going out to see this movie. Now, yeah, everybody else should go see this movie as well because it's, right. take your kids. Hell, if you even grew up with Sega games or any games in general, go watch this movie. It'll bring back a lot of nostalgia. Like, mm-hmm. it really will. I was sitting there thinking, man, I told you I really want to go play Sonic. The great And one of the great parts is, you know, uh, Paramount Pictures changes their stars in the beginning yeah, of the movie. Yeah, to the rings. To the rings. Yeah. It's pretty cool. The end credits were cool, too. It was an yeah. 8-bit character. Yeah. It was the 8-bit version. And it was the, you know, synopsis of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the 8-bit. It was nice. Yeah, it, was, it was good. It was enjoyable, and I really enjoyed it. So, everybody should go see it. Yes, I agree. Any more notes? No, sir. Nothing? Fair deal. All right. I've been Kendrick. And I'm Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White. Thanks for listening.